Hey, how's it going? It's me. It's you. All right. Well, it's it's uh, it's me as well. I am uh, Desasant. This is George Shooter Nolan, and here we are. Uh, your favorite characters were just a couple of humble buttermouths begging for your loyal attention. Is that so wrong? Is it? I I I don't think it's wrong at all. No. Yes. You're no. Yes. You're 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 completely right. Um. So. Uh, well, those, those, those are the, uh, uh, seamless introductions again. Uh, so hello. And, uh, how are you? I'm doing well. I just want to make a quick shout out. this is only one of the, uh, episode to the city of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. How you guys doing? Hey, Harrisburg. Uh, uh how, how you guys? Uh, uh, nice to see you in our in in the in the hellscape of the imagination uh you're the one oasis in my disgusting mind um is that the only shot let's have a couple more shout outs before uh, before we really crack on I, I i i am disheartened to hear that that's the only one all right savannah georgia that's a fine city fine people they are. They are the best. Uh, lovely, lovely people. Uh, I'm what, pretty sure there's a lot of good art coming out of SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design. So no, you no got doubt. you art students out there. Uh, keep working hard. Keep working hard, you guys. Just uh, just push a little bit through. It's 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 worth it in the in the grand scheme of things. Believe in yourselves at least as much as uh, we believe in you um what are you drinking you haven't having any any little drinky poo for this uh oh absolutely uh i've been drinking like a fish uh, uh some bottled water i'm not gonna say the brand but it's bottled oh nice. that's water so nice i i have uh tap water in a spaghetti sauce jar that i've cleaned out uh, specifically for the purpose of uh uh putting tap water in I, I don't know if you will recall but uh in the um in the pilot episode i had quite a lot to drink and uh well not quite a lot i had amounts to drink of alcohol and i'm on a bit of a break uh the other day as you may or may not know i had a i went on a little bit of a bender and it's put me off of uh uh you know, I, I, don't, I don't. It's not as fun for a minute. I see. Like, were you uh, hungover? Well, yeah, uh, eventually. But uh, you know, it was it was uh, a really quick go of it. So it's it all starts with uh, a wasted bottle of the good stuff. It's uh, gone very quickly. And then, oh, what's the good stuff? Wow, it was a lovely Guinness. I I had a lovely bottle of Guinness. Uh. It's it's not you uh, you gotta have draft, man. No, it's better draft, especially when the keep knows uh what they're doing. Uh, a good Guinness can take five, six minutes to pour. Uh but bottle was what I had and uh bottle gone, and then uh I got in quite a lot of uh oh uh, whiskey and uh, liqueur and uh, even a, a seltzer uh, that I found very, very quickly. So it didn't 
get to me uh, until I was actually face down on the floor. Um, so I, I'm taking a little break, um, you know, just, just, you know, the, the tap water looks very good in this. Yeah. Uh, well, you gotta, you gotta let your liver clear out like every so often. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the, that's what the doctors say. Uh, but the liver clear out and actually consuming that much, uh, is kind of like, uh, exercising it's like weightlifting for your liver so uh so the next yeah. time you hit it it's uh you know a lot a lot better at yeah it. more prepared more, more acclimated more exactly and you yeah. got the rest and recovery so oh yeah no i'm 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 training for the big one <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah i i hope not that's it what's the uh what's the big one? Oh, well you know just regular uh life and the uh tools that one needs to uh tolerate it um you know just sweet juiciness uh dribbling down your chin uh, the the manna from heaven um yeah so how did we do do you think on the uh on the not the first one because this is the first one this is the zeroth uh, our last one was the zeroth uh, episode. It was the pilot episode to to get us all amped up and excited and connected with uh, with the fan base. <laughs> I I think it was okay for uh for like a preliminary test run. Right. But yeah, like uh, but yeah, you were talking about uh, what was it uh, drink like yeah, going on a binge, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple of PBRs the other day, huh. and oh man, it's a quite. I, I think you'd uh, like it because it's a it's it's a it's a sort of elixir that is a ref, not refreshing. It's rejuvenating, much better than arrogant bastard ale. Have you ever had that? I have been wanting to try it. I, I, we, we were talking about podcasts uh, last time, the uh, first time, the zeroth time, the time that didn't really happen, but did. And uh, I believe I have heard a fair amount about the arrogant bastard ale on uh, on uh, the Drunk Friend uh, podcast. I, I believe that's a favorite of uh, this Nest Drunk fellow. Um, oh, really? I think so. It might be the Nest Friend, but I, I think that they were bouncing around, and I have never tried it myself. Yeah, it's uh, not good. Not good. What's Way too bitter. And plus, I don't like their attitude. The label, when you read it, <laughs> it's like, you know, they obviously think they're better than you. Uh, like, I'm on their website right now, and uh, when I hear some of their copy, Yeah, this is an aggressive beer. You probably won't like it. It is quite doubtful that you will have the taste or sophistication to be able to appreciate an ale of this quality and depth. We would suggest that you stick to safer and more familiar territory. Maybe something with a multi-million dollar ad campaign aimed at convincing you that it's made at an independent brewery. Or one that implies that the tasteless seltzer slash fizzy yellow beer slash whatever the hell will give you more sex appeal. Perhaps you think multi-million dollar ad campaigns make all that junk taste better. Perhaps you're mouthing your words as you read this. 
and you know it, it you know there's like another paragraph but i think you get the idea right uh, yeah yeah it uh it actually sounds cut out from a diatribe that i might give about uh, uh popular pasteurized pilsners that I, I i can't really easily enjoy uh I, i'm probably going to put more effort into uh tracking down the <laughs> really well yeah it's like it seems like you know they probably plagiarized like from something like notes from your diary or something like when yeah. i first read this well you know i should never have let, let you read my diary and you're the <laughs> uh you're the 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 leak to that i no i i i uh i have had uh i, I are these ales i, I i'm not I'm not very yes, versed in why well, I mean specifically sours because uh, you can go and get beers that are as sour as uh, those airhead candies they are intentionally uh, sour um, or, or bitter um, but you know I, I've got nothing against uh, uh, some local or smaller brewery uh, picking some aspect and accentuating it or going off in some new or interesting yeah. direction. I'm, I'm kind but of a like, fan. Uh, they're acting like, you know, this is like something that like, you know, I should, I should like prefer to like regular beer. Like, whereas this, it's, it, we're at, you know, while it actually tastes more like a challenge, you know, something you drink like on a dare, kind of like a, like a, like a, like, like a, like a ghost pepper hot sauce. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I get that. And the test I, of endurance. I am, uh, for, from the little bit that I can recall from what I've heard of uh, the drink and what I am gathering from the, the blurb that you read, is that it's uh, more uh, uh, tongue-in-cheek. Uh, like I, I've been out to one of those restaurants that have the, uh, have the challenge where they, they put some uh, stuff on the food that is supposed to be hot past normal endurance and is the yeah. the, the 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 pepper what would you say the uh held pepper those pepper the, yeah yeah uh it has some kind of powder like that on it i've been there i've uh participated in one of those challenges and that's not a culinary thing that's just sort of pain endurance i'm not getting that impression yeah. I, I could be wrong but it seems like a casual enjoyment thing with a shtick and that's fine with me. Well, I mean, like these people, the arrogant bastard, they, all, they presumably want this to be regular beer. It'll be like going to like uh, to one of those restaurants and they're like, no, you got to eat this like ghost pepper hot wings like every day. You know, this is this should be your diet. You know, but it's, it's just like okay. if you don't if you don't eat this like every day, there's something wrong with you. Like you're uh, you're like a peasant. Well, I, I mean, it, it's it's just a marketing campaign. I mean, they don't actually use uh, swamp water that frogs swim in to make uh, you know popular uh, American beer. It's it's just fun, jokey stuff that uh, oh golly, isn't that neat? And then then you know you want to try it. It's uh, it's probably riffing a little yeah. bit off of the um, obnoxious uh, hipster trope. Um, uh, where they kind of demean you for not being in the know uh, for what uh, you know, what not knowing what they know it's it's a, it sounds like a joke um, yeah. yeah I mean I, yeah I, I get that as well 
but I thought it'd be more fun to be more uh, outraged and take it seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's clear you're just riffing, but uh, I, I'm taking it serious and being a pedantic ass because that's well, I mean, you're the target market. <laughs> yeah, 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 I am. Oh, geez, that really speaks to me, and and uh, it kind of it kind of does. Uh, uh, well, so I, I, I do think that the episode zero went along uh, all right. I think uh, about the first half, even though we uh, riffed, uh, riffed stupidly on uh, late night television past the point of really knowing what we were talking about, uh, it did seem to have a good flow. Um, and uh, I imagine over time we will continue uh, said flow. So, you know, it wasn't. Uh, too bad. How do you like that that theme? Isn't that a isn't that a beautiful, catchy toe tapping uh, theme? Oh yeah, I mean, it makes me want to do the Macarena. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. It's uh, I'm sure very much inspired by the uh, Macarena. So, um, have you seen uh, just by way of things? Uh, any any good uh, movies or shows lately? Oh, that's uh, well, you know, I was actually just watching a the first part of an Australian television documentary about the basketball player Luke Longley. Do you remember him from the Chicago Bulls? No. In the nineties? No, I don't. I, I don't. Uh, I, I I just remember at this point. Uh, what Michael Jordan and uh, some of the other star players whose name will come up and say, "Oh yeah, that's, that's familiar." Uh, like Pippin, Rodman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pippin, Rodman. Uh, I, I know uh, Dennis Rodman uh, wanted to marry the world, and uh, he he had a nice dress on, so that's that's a lot of fun. And then Michael Jordan knows Bugs Bunny, and so does uh, LeBron James now. Uh, so yes, uh, did you watch the new Space Jam? I did not. I, I did not. Um, I, I've seen a couple reviews of it. Just, just, uh, or I listened to them while I was, was cleaning or something. And uh, the impression that I've got off of that is that it's trash that knows it's trash and it's got a whole lot of fun uh, nods to various other properties that people want to see scramble together, uh, but that it is overall pretty bad and uh if if that is what you want something that's fun that's bad that knows it's bad and has a couple uh you know a few good lines in it or throwbacks to other characters or look there's that other thing that i know then you know it'll be a, a fun time have you seen it no i have not i've seen like picture i've seen like you know uh pictures of like lebron james and he's like animated and he has like these huge eyes yeah it's very uncanny it's like one of those memes like where you know like where they like uh have a picture of someone and they make their eyes like half the face that's what it looked like it's a pretty strange uh you know artistic decision well they they they, they do uh so I, I can't picture how they made him look in that thing, but that's that's pretty common with with cartoons. All the cartoon characters look like babies, uh, anime characters, and all that. It's 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 meant to draw the the human eye and and uh, create a uh, an unconscious uh, endearing to them. Um, 
on memes, have you have you been um, have you viewed any of the deep fake uh, things where they're like like last night I got caught into a thing when I couldn't sleep and I'm and I'm watching these uh, videos where Hitler and Stalin are singing pop songs at each other. Oh yeah. Hey, have you seen any of that stuff? Yes, I've seen like I've seen like uh, scenes. I've seen like on YouTube like videos where, for example, be like, "What if Bill Burr was every character in a scene of like my cousin Vinny or something?" Right, right. Or right. what if like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone switched roles or something? Yeah, yeah. There are some of those that uh, like there must be uh, some some app thing that uh, kind of puts a mask over faces but there are some you'll find that are clearly uh, like like the creators spend a lot more time on them there's this one where uh, Nicolas Cage's face is on a little girl singing Santa baby and it looks so real that this this little girl has Nicolas Cage's face um, it's just wild have you seen that one no, I've not. Well, do yourself a favor and watch that one at least twice. Because I've actually entered it into my parental blocking software, so I cannot watch it now. Well, I, uh, you, you know, I, I'll get get a phone or a cheap tablet or something, and and have it preloaded on it and and, uh, and uh, send it off to you because it is, it's just one of those those things that uh, that really get you someplace deep inside deep in in a warm wet uh sharp area you know actually i actually uh actually don't respond to like nicholas cage as deeply as most people do well i mean yeah, i think he's a good he's a good actor he has some good roles he's had some stinkers but uh i think he's, he's not like a, yeah i mean he i guess he, he can be fun but I, I'm just not as big a fan as most people are. Well, it, it's it's not like, so much that it's it's uh, Nicolas Cage, more that it's his face perfectly put onto uh, a little girl who's singing Santa Baby. It's uh, like if if you didn't know who Nicolas Cage was, and if you didn't know anything about the deepfake stuff, then you would think that. It, it'd just be a very strange looking little girl you know it was it was that Nicholas cage has a strange looking face it's uh his head's very aerodynamic i i don't know he's i i was thinking about this earlier today have you ever like stared at a face until it lost all meaning uh like like you just the different parts are uh, set up to do different things but in all the ways that uh, a face or anything uh, could develop, like it's, it's just that. It, it's like saying a word over and over and over again until it, it just sounds like nonsense. Staring at a face until it uh, becomes alien, you know? Yeah, I, I'm sure I've done it. Like I've actually probably done that like by looking in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah yeah you're describing my teenage years you're what uh, my my teenage years oh i see yeah i'm sure that was that was a big part of my my life back in the 
<laughs> in that that day um i'm 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 watching through as you know my first viewing of the sopranos oh yes and i um you know i'm not going to say anything specific about the show but i am beginning the final season uh this evening oh you're on season six yeah yeah season you're 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 uh you're, you're blowing through this uh, thing like how how long how many episodes do you watch a day uh usually one sometimes two um i i don't binge that kind of ruins the the like the the fun of it uh yeah i'll yeah. I'll, I'll draw your the eye of your your mind uh back to my uh riveting uh binging story where you take a whole bunch of fun things and ingest them at the same time or in in quick succession and it kind of loses some of the meaning if you binge a show it's a waste of time it's not fun it's not any kind of relaxing reward it's strenuous and uh, the episodes lose meaning they don't blend together as well and the retention isn't there so the, the most i will watch is a, is a couple episodes yeah like uh, i wonder like how you must like watch television very intently to get like uh like to describe like watching a couple episodes in a row is uh, strenuous well no not a couple episodes if i if i were to genuinely binge and sit down and watch four episodes like clear enough time to sit and watch the sopranos for four hours that would that would diminish the episodes that i've watched um yeah which, well they'll all uh blend into each other yeah yeah um and my retention is not always as solid anyway and it's an enthralling show so it would just sort of be a blend and uh, it would be more like work than uh than relaxing or, or winding down so uh oh. well, just, that's like that's pretty much the model of new te of television nowadays when they make it like on netflix they're all uh, meant to be, you know, binged one right after the other. Yeah, As, I think uh, that's unfortunate. People are chasing that dopamine hit. They get the uh, it leaves on a cliffhanger. They want to yeah. uh, satisfy their urge for, uh, for, I guess, for, for pleasure by like mainlining another episode straight then and there. You know. Yeah, no, I get it. I my my thing with those is I do like. Like I don't use any streaming services. I, I do like though the uh, notion of them all coming out at the same time, so that way it's not uh, wait wait a couple months or, or something. Like as good as a show is, there are a lot of fish in the sea, and uh, yeah. you can move on to something else in about any category in life and find something that is just as fulfilling. It's 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 uh, it's just uh so so i haven't watched uh television like regular television since uh boston legal went off of the air and i think that was in 2008 or nine or something like that uh oh yeah and and i don't use streaming services i, I collect a lot of uh physical media um and like i watched through the first season of stranger things actually the the first couple of uh seasons 
and yeah. um you saw you know, the one where the like where the Russians were the bad guys. Were the Russians the bad guys? No, they weren't the bad guys. No, like in one season, like the like uh they like uh stumble upon like Russian Russian the Russian government. And they're trying to uh and they're trying to uh harness the power of the other side. Well, let's well, let's let's not do too many spoilers in case someone hasn't seen it. But uh, oh, well, I don't believe in spoilers. I well, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been out for a while, so well, I, I, it's not I'm like s- it's not like uh, I'm spoiling it for anybody. No, no, I, I, if I they really wanted up. to see it, they should they would, they would have seen it by now. It's been no, a few years. I never had the ending of The Sopranos spoiled for me. I, I, I'm still picking up uh, like. Super Nintendo games and having no idea where where it's going. Nice. So, so spoilers, no, no, no spoilers, right? It's not really a spoiler. It's not like a, a revelation at the end. No, no, it's no, more. No. It's more revealed at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you ruined anything. Um, but yeah. So, but you haven't seen the one where the Russians are the bad guys. No. Well, what? Well, I watched the the first two seasons, uh, and the first season throughout was enthralling it had a good feel and i really like oh, the yeah. soundtrack um in, in fact i've got the the cd soundtrack just as i said it i'm i'm holding it up yeah uh and the second season had a good soundtrack and it was just okay but it had some things that fully sucked in it uh um, the show itself the show itself was mostly good but not as and it had some things in there that i genuinely disliked you know what? You know what I disliked yeah. was uh, Eleven's powers, because like uh, like the like you don't really know what the rules behind her powers are. It's like does like are her powers like do her powers like kind of like make her unhealthy? Like do they damage her permanently? Does it make her tired for a while? You know, it just seems like whenever the plot demands it, all she does she can like you know. Uh, blow up a house but just get like a nosebleed and two days later like explodes a monster's head you know with no ill effects you know yeah yeah yeah. uh well there there, there were a few things in there uh that that didn't seem to, to have enough like uh in the second season uh without saying much about it there were uh child characters that were just put there and we're all like one thing i really dislike about film is when they introduce a child character without expanding on it and we're supposed to be attached to this uh character because we're automatically attached to children i am i'm not for that at all so they bring in some obnoxious ragtag kids there that have no relevancy and we're all just supposed to be attached to it um the 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 first season i thought was done well all the way through the whole thing uh that 80s movies aesthetic that they they were trying to get uh worked for oh yeah uh, yeah they nailed it they nailed it uh, all the characters are good the 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 angles yeah. and the the special effects and uh, uh the music it it just it was an enthralling experience but uh uh the the second season had a whole lot of things that just stuck out every now and then and took me out of it and I get that this worked. We need a thing that uh, people like. We like established properties because that's got a guaranteed audience. It's going to bring them in. 
And uh, it's, it's really just an excuse to produce lesser material because they've already got the audience in their seats and, and that ruins it for me. I would prefer, uh, I, I was kind of saying this, I, I would prefer something that you can control. That's why I like it when they put it all out at once or when they have it on DVD. And I don't like surprise um, sequel shows or, or things that carry it on. Like, how about prequels uh, or spinoffs? Yeah, it, it kind of depends what it is because I like to be able to pick something up, view it at my leisure, and then put it away. Yeah. Uh, but there are exceptions. And uh, one, one thing that I think we'll talk a bit more about is... Uh, so I, I introduced you to a, uh, a show called Farscape a while back. And yes, you know what? I'm actually planning to buy the DVD set like today or yeah, yeah. within the week, maybe after payday or something. I think you should. I think you should. Um, I, I don't yeah. want to say too much about it because I, I think this is something that, uh, in, in fact, one of, one of my little bullet points, as you can see, uh, is related. Uh, but it is an example of something that not only should have gone on longer than it did, but I would be overjoyed if they were to revive that property, not, not a, a reboot, oh. you know? And yeah. if it were to be good. I don't know. Like, uh, have you, you know, Star Wars, I'm mean, not Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Are you talking well about revival like that. No, 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 no. So, so I, uh, in fact, both of those are good examples. One, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the future sole media company of, of the planet uh, uh, buys up Star Wars. And uh, now there's, there's all this Star Wars, but the original trilogy had such uh, uh, magic to it. Uh, it didn't need to be a thing where they're constantly churning out new explanations and characters and situations. That stuff was unnecessary. I was fine with expanded universe stuff. If you wanted to write uh, uh, a book about it and you got the rights to do that, and uh, a few of the Star Wars uh, video games are quite a lot of fun, some of the best stuff in the, in the franchise, but it did not need to go beyond three movies. And they've done that with Star Wars, Star Trek, Indiana Jones. They just, uh, like people have loved these things forever and they just need to keep churning it out. But Star Trek, as I see it, and I'm, I'm not terribly familiar, I'm, I'm more uh, of a casual enjoyer of Star Trek, uh, lost a lot of its magic after, uh, let's see, I, I, how familiar are you with, with the different series? Oh, not at all. Like I've seen like some Next Generation. Okay. Uh, the one with uh, Picard, that's about it. Okay, yeah. The, the original series is good. The movies are, are all a hoot. I know people fight over uh, some of them being very bad, but I, I think it's in good fun and, and uh, OG Star Trek was always kind of light. And then uh, the, the Next Generation is good. Um, Deep Space Nine, Voyager uh, are good. Um, Enterprise. No, that I think that's what I was reaching for. Um, 
I remember seeing a bit of that and not really liking it. Um, and then I think they've done a couple of series since then. And then they did like a, a new cinematic movie thing where uh, it's, it's supposed to be like a different dimension. Um, do you, it, I, 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 don't, I don't like spoilers, but I can probably say a little bit about the, the newer I Star Trek spoilers. movies, right? Well, no, I... No, it, yeah, it's, it's just they take a character. I'm not. I'm never gonna watch those. I'm never gonna watch those Star Trek movies, so you can spoil away at it. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I don't like to do that, but I, they, they. I mean, they, like the yeah, new ones. I'll probably watch the older ones. Yeah, but I, the new ones, like you can spoil away, like. Yeah, up, up until know. they made uh, Star Trek Enterprise, and maybe including Star Trek Enterprise, I don't know. That, that that's something I need more education on, but I got the impression that that wasn't great. Uh, but in in uh, in the new movies, they have a a dimensional tie-in. So they, I think, they begin the movies like this, where uh, like the original Star Trek dimension of all the series that we've watched, it uh, like switches over, and a character comes over to the new one. So it is kind of a continuation, but they're not really, I, I don't, I don't like them. Um, and, and I'll, and I'll watch any kind of crap often, but uh, I, I don't care for the, the Star Trek reboot, which isn't really a, a reboot sort of, I mean, it is, but it's, it's like, yeah, they're just switching dimensions and then retelling the, the, stories of the same characters but making them more uh action-packed with a lot more cgi craziness yeah like i hear the they're uh like with the star trek movies are trying to make it more like star wars where it's more of like a a thing about uh that like space fighting and stuff whereas star trek was the original series is more about the exploration well, and was, problem solving you know, that there was um action relative to the day we we, we kind of veered a corner into michael bay territory where it's all just it's all visual noise uh yeah. but at the time uh there was there was a lot of practical effects uh like in the, the original star trek a lot of practical effects a lot of fighting scenes and then they'd have uh, spaceship battles uh you know with the, the models and the the, the lasers and what's their uh, what's their uh, organization called like the star trek people like the, the federation the federation yeah yeah, yeah like from, from what i understand like the federation was like a more of a scientific body kind of like nasa where they would, uh where they would, uh they'd go they'll try to explore and like you know try to explore and you know expand human knowledge and like when they fought it was not because it was when they fought it wasn't really war it was a uh, more self-defense from like hostile uh, uh aliens to encounter right but from yeah. what i can gather from like the star trek the new movies it seems like they're like a, a military like a, a full-fledged military force it doesn't you know doesn't seem like to have that same spirit it, it it doesn't have the same spirit and and that's partly right i'm i'm not 
I imagine people that are really into Star Trek would would hate me uh, describing anything for it because I'm not very familiar uh, to the extent that I, you know, to make expansive commentary. But uh, the Federation is, uh, it's, it's like a, a UN of different uh, alien species. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and they are scientists venturing out, but I think they are military uh, and, and they're well, military I mean, ranked, but they're not, yeah, they're not like uh, some exploratory force looking for enemies to fight, which is your point, yeah. Uh, and they are primarily uh, explorers, uh, with um, I, that, that, that could be different with the different seasons, but I don't think so. So, the original Star Trek, uh, were explorers and uh, um card in the next generation he was both an explorer and a diplomat um i think yeah. I, I think kirk would be more explorer and picard would be more diplomat but they're both uh, both and uh it's deep space nine was like the management of a space station uh that was uh sort of like a waypoint uh research center i Thing. oh yeah so yeah i remember like seeing like the uh the station it's just like a circle thing it yeah. doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't move right it's like a kind of like a like a, like a has, it's like rings right yeah it's not like it, it, it's exactly right it, it, it's it's out I, I forget if it was even i think it was out by pluto but see this is one thing i i, I watched that when i was a kid and uh i want to go through the good uh star trek again soon which I, which i may do uh, after uh, Sopranos, uh, or, or at least after a time, um, but uh, I believe so. They weren't exploring, uh, and I, they did have diplomatic roles. But I think it was a research station initially, and I, I, I'm gonna have to check on that. And then I don't remember what Voyager's purpose was at all. I uh, they they got flung way out into space in a section of the galaxy that they called the Delta Quadrant. And they were trying to get back to their starting point, which they call the Alpha Quadrant, trying to get back home. And uh, they were not, uh, I, I don't remember what the, the mission purpose was. I remember that their crew is the combination of, uh, of the people that were working on the Voyager spaceship and a group of uh, freedom fighters slash terrorist types. And they were both sent into distant space. And then they, they, they came together and uh, uh, unified the crew. Uh, but I remember that was a, that was a good one. Um, I, I, I shouldn't say much on it anymore because I don't recall much about it. But I, I would recommend at least uh, if if you rewatch the movies, are all fun. Uh, they're going to be stupid to varying degrees. You know, some of them not at all, but uh, it's fun. It's it's uh, it's it's usually, from what I remember, light. Um, and I I still go back and rewatch the uh, the original movies fairly often, um, and they're a lot of fun. But original. Next Generation, Voyager, Deep Space Nine, not, not, not in that order, it'd be 
East Face 9 and Voyager, I remember enough that I can vouch for their, their quality, but I'm not, I'm not really um, somebody who, who hoards and is able to access uh, a lot of information about Star Trek. But uh, yeah, I mean, imagine if you lived in the Star Trek universe. How uh, how 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 much time would you spend in the holodeck? You know, um, I think they did episodes of that where where people would become too attached to it, uh, and and they did episodes where. Um, uh, well, let's see. There was a character that was a hologram in Voyager, and. Uh, they have had in uh, the next generation, uh, you know, uh, 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 Solieri from. Uh, oh, that's Jesus. <laughs> oh, F. Murray Abraham. No, no, no. Who? Solieri, right? F. You put Solieri in a Amadeus. Yeah, yeah. I, I sent off on a wrong. Yeah, F. Murray Abraham. I, I, I watched uh, something today. Uh, that involved uh, the movie Amadeus, and so I picked the wrong name. Yeah. Do you recall the name of Sherlock Holmes? Nemesis? Edward James Olmos. No, the the, the nemesis Moriarty. Oh, Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah. That was it. Uh, they, they 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 did an episode, uh, and I think a couple where a a, a holodeck personification of Moriarty uh, came. To life, he 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 gained sentience, um, but and uh, he went over to like th their dimension. Well, well, he he realized that he was a thing. Like if if you go into the uh, holodeck and uh, you pull up a bunch of these these characters, they're not real people. They're just lights. Uh, they, they even they what? You know, they're holograms. Like computer programs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just computer programs. But this guy uh, realized that he was and he gained sentience. He became alive. Um, but uh, that's, that's another... Uh, in fact, I, I, think, I think we're kind of working on digression the show. Uh, but you ask, like, how long would I spend in a holodeck and like how uh, like how what percentage of your day would you spend in your in the holodeck i i i mean potentially quite a lot of it um if, <laughs> if it were if it were so so they've got uh by by the next generation uh they've got these uh i think they call them replicators where they can produce any food that they want and depending on the episode it's, yeah. it's either quality food or not quality food if, if you can construct uh these are holograms you can feel so like yeah if it would be less expensive to have whatever other chemicals you pump into the food replicator and the the energy of producing these holograms like you could provide about everything that that people need to live like they, they could have cities uh filled with living spaces that were entirely holographic you know so you can actually just move into like a hologram like yeah yeah, yeah. Holodeck and yeah i mean like it's, just... 
it, 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 it doesn't seem to be a power drain on the ship. So you, you could just like, I don't know, buy a, a house that was like a giant box and then program your whole home into it. Okay, so like it actually produces physical objects then. It produces physical objects while it is on. Yeah. Okay, so we have to keep it on all the time. Well, yeah, but like it's it's it doesn't seem to be a huge drain on the uh, on the spaceships, uh, and the the world in which. Uh, Star Trek, at least the next generation occurs, is one that is not dependent on wealth. There's no disease or poverty on, on Earth. Yes. So, uh, well, the holodeck, like, uh, I thought it was like the Matrix, where it's kind of like you're in your, and you're, you're there in some sort of chair, and then no, you're kind of, you're in your mind. No, no, it's not. Well, you're mind. actually walking around and yeah. It generates all the objects, like you, yeah. your clothes and all that stuff. It generates. I mean, you, you could, but but it's it's like, it, it's like they just make the stuff appear in this gymnasium on the spaceship. Their 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 minds are not plugged into it. They're creating physical objects out of life. And then the, and you can like go for, you can like walk for infinite amount of miles, right? Because it's a. Uh... Yeah, you could generating. make it into a treadmill if you wanted, as, as long as everybody went along with you, you know. Like, if, mm -hmm. if you stand by one wall, I stand by the other wall, we wouldn't be able to walk in opposite direction because we'd both hit the wall, but we could both walk the same direction forever, or at least as long as the, the machine continued to work. Well, so like, so you're, you're walking north, I'm walking south. Yeah. We can only go as far as the gymnasium walls, right? Well, no. Did that I, ever happen in the show? I, I, I don't know. And, and, and I, I think that- the, I mean, like the way you, you, you're talking about it, I'm thinking maybe it generates the floor beneath them. Yeah. So, well, like, it generates everything. Uh, now, and and I, I'm technically wrong. It's like, if, if you stand at one wall, I stand at the other, and we walk in opposite directions. The treadmill could carry us that way, and the thing could produce um, the, the appearance that, that we're moving away, but uh, we would not be losing any distance between each other because it would just be like two treadmills going opposite directions. Yeah, yeah that's kind of limited then because, like, I, I, I like what if you had to, again want to go one mile from one person another mile to another person i was, i was kind of thinking that maybe it could be like a like a hammer space sort of thing like you know like or like a doctor who telephone booth sort of thing where it's like a small it looks like a small space from the outside but it generates an infinite space on the inside you know no that that, that doesn't do it. it it just sort of makes physical objects manifest that's that's what it does it's not uh, it's it's not meant to be magical it's meant to i think they they use the term because there's a character in voyager who is a hologram himself and he's got a portable uh, projector that he wears that projects him into existence and he is a physical object and i believe i've heard it described as hard light that that's what they call the technology of of this yeah. 
temporary creation, but it's like a light. You, you switch it on and you switch it off. It's just uh, making the shapes of these things appear. Yeah. And I the have texture. A yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, no. Okay, continue. The question's yours. What, what was the, the question? So let's say the replicator is uh, broken and you can't have food, right? There's no, you run out of food. Could you go into the holodeck and generate like a, a kitchen and eat food there? And once you finish the food, you go out and you're still satisfied? No, no, see, here's the thing. I, 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 I thought about this. Like, here's the thing. It's, it's not any damn thing. But if they could replicate texture, I mean, maybe they could replicate flavor. I think they're able to replicate smells in the holodeck. So I think what would happen, let's say you, you type in and you make the holodeck into a restaurant and they're sometimes eating or, or drinking inside the holodeck. I think if you consume yeah. the food um, and it's able to somehow maintain this, this shape uh, that is some, it's being projected in the box, then if it is able to project it down to the molecular level, then what would happen is you would consume a food that your digestive system would break down and it would send bits all over your body. And then you would walk out of the holodeck. And as soon as you step outside of the door, those bits that you just consumed immediately disappear because they're just being projected within the, the large room of the holodeck. So if you were to live in the holodeck for a number of years, maybe you could sustain yourself by eating all the necessary things that were just invented with the holodeck. But over time, parts of your body would be replaced with things that are just projections. And yeah. eventually you would get to the point, I think, where you walk out of the holodeck and you just collapse uh, as, you know, your, your body is not substantial enough to hold together because so much of it is, is just fake holographic stuff. Yeah, like, so like your your body gets the nutrients from fake food, yeah, and your body rebuilds like using that fake nutrients with fake cells. So yeah, I mean it's not yeah. real stuff that can exit the hologram. If you had one of those things that the the doctor from Voyager had that was like a projector, then I think over time you could turn yourself into a hologram, and then walk out with one of those things on you and and stay that way. But uh, if you lived in the hologram and if it was able to produce nutritious food for you, it would be like a long suicide. I see. That's, that's so, it's a pretty crazy thought. Like, just, just imagine that yeah. start, the, the, the enterprise in, in the next generation is desolate and the only thing working is the, is the holodeck. And they all have to go and live on the holodeck. And then by the time they are rescued because it was the holodeck keeping them alive. They are unable to leave a holodeck for the rest of their lives because they've just become holograms themselves because they've been eating nothing but that, holograms. That would be a great episode. It would. It would be. I think that's a, <laughs> that's an interesting idea. Like, yeah, like there's like a like, like well, there's like they go on a rescue mission and they find like a like some sort of a ship. That's in that situation you described where only they're all forced to live in the holodeck. Yeah. And they have to find a way to like, you know, figure out a way to get them out of there. I 
know, I, I, I think it's an interesting premise. I wouldn't want them to do it with, uh, like I've heard that the, uh, when I heard that they were doing kind of a reboot of, or not a reboot, but, uh, but a, a sequel on the, on the, on the Picard thing, it's just called Picard, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought that that could be kind of cool. I like these characters. I'd like to see where they're going. Uh, but then everything I've heard about it is that it's just like Picard is, is unhappy. The Federation is corrupt and society is breaking down and they're trying to do something that is, uh, is like mirroring a lot of the real world instead of staying true to the world there, which had a whole lot of allegorical ties, but the Federation is supposed to be a good prosperous thing. And I, I don't like the idea that Picard is, is, uh, in a bad spot or that he's become an embittered old man that that doesn't yeah. really jive with me well, well the thing about picard is like a lot a lot of it is like people cursing at him is it? you know and like he's not like a, a commanding presence anymore he's just like an old man everyone's like tell him to shut up you know not the picard of like that you know you know yeah yeah he was he was always uh the uh the most grown-up person in in any room he was in. Um, if if they have fundamentally altered how he operates, then I, I don't know if I want to watch that or even consider it part of the thing. Like like I I don't know how many of the new Star Trek movies they've made, but I I don't really need to see them. But I would like to go back and see the original four or so series that uh, are supposed to be pretty good and the movies attached to them. Yeah. well yeah so back to like what i was back to what i was asking so yeah. you'd spend like most of your, i think like uh if you live in a society that had the ability to make a holodeck you'd actually spend much less time in the holodeck than you would if you just like bought the holodeck right now in, into your, your existence I, I, because I think, a society yeah. that could make a yeah go ahead well, no no i i um, I, I mean, I, I agree. We, we, we come up with all sorts of new, neat things, but people are born to them. Uh, it, if if uh, the human lifespan was 200 years, uh, I'm sure there'd be higher appreciation for uh, a lot of the things that people develop, but a society that is capable of inventing a holodeck got to there gradually over a long period of time, so it wouldn't seem miraculous. But I'm saying, yeah, like the society that got to that point would probably like, like the, the Federation society, like you say, there's like no, uh, there's no scarcity in that society, right? So yeah. that means like life is pretty good as it is, you know? But it wouldn't seem good right? to them because, because we're like natural antagonists to ourselves. So uh, they probably don't appreciate well, I, I guess, but I'm just with the, the baseline of existence is like much better, I would say, right? It's like oh, yeah. much, uh, it, it's like the job, like there's no crime, there's not much as much to you want to escape from, like there's no corruption, there's no, uh, I mean, yeah, greed doesn't really, uh, has no real effect on people because you can just like replicate your food. Right. right right like the way society is set up there's no like you know people aren't uh 
uh, poor or like they're not probably not like uh, socially alienated, you know, because there's no one's like working like 14 hours a day to make ends meet. And, yeah. you know, like so like life would be would seem much probably much easier and better than it is now the way it is right probably, so yeah you'd probably spend less time imagining better realities or different realities like you probably just do that as like a as like a diversion or maybe like a, as a challenge to yourself like you probably you probably use your holodeck to simulate like dangerous situations and see what life was like before you know like you know before everything was pretty much taken care of in your life you know well, whereas they, they do that yeah. if you had like a hollow yeah right whereas if you had like a hollow deck now you'd probably uh imagine like situations where you know like like what if i had like billions of dollars and stuff i can do whatever i wanted right yeah and you probably spent all your whole life in the hollow deck 90 percent of your life in the hollow deck because you don't you won't you really won't you probably wouldn't want to get out of the holodeck if you if 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 you had one and it was like and it was like you're, you know and it was like now you know yeah it's like do i stay in the holodeck have all like you know have everything i ever could ever dream of or do i step back out of the holodeck and like go you know work at the salt mine or whatever it is you know yeah and, uh, and like you know worry about paying bills and all that stuff well, the uh, so, so Picard is is a fellow who came from a small uh, French village, and he goes back there sometimes. And uh, his family makes wine, and uh, the human race is devoted to scientific development and exploration. Um, yeah. and it's it's sort of like like life is good and what they do essentially is they use it as you say for training or for novel experiences uh it's kind of the difference between in this day and age uh like reading a good book or watching a good movie or show or something like that uh because it's something you want to do as opposed to uh escaping as opposed to being the only part of uh your day or week that is is worth doing uh, because everything seems to be such a drain on mental faculties. You're desperate for something to escape. It's the difference between waiting six minutes for a really well well poured Guinness and drinking it very slowly, breathing in it at the same time, uh, and uh, uh, shotgunning uh, a tall boy of it very quickly, and then going back for uh, shots and other drinks until you fall face down on the ground. It's um, it's 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 the difference between uh needing to escape your life and trying to enrich it and what we see mostly in the holodeck uh even though they do try and tell little after school special stories with it uh sometimes it is mostly just novelty or enrichment or or training or experience it is not as much uh, a desperate need to escape existence because uh, you know the animal is not getting its needs met, and it has to do anything it can to tolerate being alive. So you're you're absolutely right. Um, they they use it for enriching uh, effects. I mean, like 
there there are people out there now like a like a a significant i think a significant uh proportion of the population they're spend like eight hours a day like watching tv or they're uh, playing video games you know we're we're already in that like you know if we had like a holiday it's over you know no one want to get out no no uh if if there was access to the holodeck that's what we do that that's why uh a lot of the time we're we're obsessed with video games or television like you said uh, drug addiction uh why uh, you have to you know not just have a thing to appreciate it but you need to gorge on it constantly because you're chasing something uh, of feeling instead of the uh the the normal pain or desensitization so we get fat or uh we drink to excess uh we make ourselves sick over uh obsessive consumption of things that are really just you know trying to we're trying not to look at ourselves in the world that we live in uh you know the world is essentially devoid of any knowable inherent meaning or at least that seems to be how it is from my perspective and i think perspectives normally unless they've individually been touched by any kind of mystical thing that i am not aware of or would find a, a hard uh, f- find it difficult to believe in. Uh, it, it it seems like an empty pointless world uh of uh of effort and everything uh bright and shiny is uh, is dubious um but uh well yeah you know, on, on on that note that's that's a that's a, <laughs> that's a uh we are we're about running out of time <laughs> yeah but i would also like to add that like yeah, uh yeah, yeah. like in the federation uh Oh, and make make it uh, end, end your point in an optimistic way, though. Or whatever it is, well, end it in an optimistic way. It's actually it's going to be some like real nihilist stuff, but oh, okay. I'm saying like life in the Federation. <laughs> it seems like it would be much more optimistic than life now. Like the way the only way it seems like you can interpret life is like everything's futile. Everything's futile. Nothing means anything, right? Like why even bother? That's why you're always trying to escape, like with uh, your drugs and your alcohol. Yeah. and your your video games whereas like in the federation like seems like people have like like humans like even though they don't have a religion that i don't that i can see of or like a state religion at least they they all know like what humans like what we're going to do as a federation well uh, you know as as a confet you know what we're, what we're going to do as a federation is explore the limits of human knowledge and what else is out there in 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 the universe right so like you know they have they have a purpose that's a noble an ennobling goal you know an ennobling purpose they're all like wearing uniforms so they're all in this together yeah you know they're all like they're all like you know they're all like you know working together towards a common purpose right yeah so like like if you if you lived in the federation you wouldn't be you wouldn't have like you wouldn't you wouldn't feel that there's like no point to life you wouldn't be a nihilist no so you'd be a much more optimistic person yeah no part part of that uh thing and i think uh i think nihilism might be a step on this road is recognizing uh that 
no one's essentially holding your hand and telling you what to do, or at least nobody in any grand objective sense that we can perceive. Uh, you know, there's always somebody who will tell you what to do. Don't worry about it. But uh, uh, not in any meaning of life type way. If you recognize that there's no meaning in of life, then the job is to create it. And what Star Trek is, uh, is it's a, it's a fantasy. Like it had the first, uh, um, uh, what, biracial uh, kiss on, on television. It was always, these are the best things of what we are, you know, we being the, the people who created the show. Uh, and we wish to envision a human race that embodies the best of humanity uh, that has uh, enforced its will upon reality uh, in a good way uh, to accentuate its, its better qualities and how, how it goes forth, you know, how this group of them goes forth and deals with other alien challenge is uh, dangerous and big or or backwards or um, representative of uh, some of the, the failings that we hope to overcome. It's, uh, it's, it's meant to be an empowering fantasy to show uh, how good human life could be if- You know, well, the, uh, the interesting thing about that fantasy is, is that it's not, it's not, it's not about like one person saving the world because they're predestined. So they're the only one who Who's, who can like save everyone or like, you know, do these big accomplishments. From my understanding about the spirit of the show is that everyone like, uh, there might be like some guy who's in charge, you know, but they're all, uh, they're all important. They're all a team, right? So oh, Captain Picard, he probably wouldn't be able to defeat Borgs. It was just him coming in like, like Rambo, like shooting them up, right? And yeah. he like, and you know, like everyone has their function of specialization. They're all, you know, it's not about like one person being the hero. No, no, he, he's he's the best guy for the job. Uh, don't don't get that wrong, but uh, it is absolutely. Oh, it, it, Spock's line is is in in a way uh, because I believe the Vulcans uh, were the ones that set up the Federation, and that's the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, and that doesn't mean that the individual is lost in it. Uh, yeah, I think well, individuals, only... but a part of the uh, collective. Well, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, Picard uh, goes home to spend time with his brother, who you know he's he's not too the brother's not too fond that he went off and became a, a spaceman. But Picard will go home to to his ancestral home and make wine. It this is not some and he's he's a he's a cultured guy that. Uh, uh, I don't know. He, he's always reading some book of antiquity. Um, individualism and culture are not lost, but the main focus of the Federation is to improve the quality of life. They seek out suffering uh, wherever it is and try to alleviate it. They are interested in how the species is doing. So you're absolutely right. It, it's, not, it's not a sameness to everybody. Uh, it's not a you will all end up in a very good place. Uh, it's not a, you need to all be the, the, the same and wipe out individuality. It's, it's just, everybody gets a chance, suffering's rooted out, and uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the, the few. Yep. But, I mean, it just, it's about like, it's, it's about being part of a unit. No, it, well, it is. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, the, the show is primarily about accentuating uh, uh, positive aspects of the human race and imagining a society uh, 
uh, of, of, of people where, where that, uh, you know, the best of people has been exemplified. And, and there are all sorts of uh, uh, tie-ins to um, issues of the day. That, that's, that's like one of the main things that Star Trek has always done. The show is, is, is in a lot of ways a goofy after school special type thing. Uh, they're always telling little moral stories. Um, yeah. And there will be corruption here or a bad time there. So it's not like a perfect thing where everybody's right on, but the society at large is one that has benefited from, uh, I assume, hundreds of years of effort to, to, to accentuate the um, uh, better qualities of, uh, of humanity. But um, we are uh, over time uh, now about, uh, by about uh, 10 minutes. I'm going to stop this so it doesn't beep on us. Um, we've got right. a, a bit we can kick over next time. Uh, but uh, so how, how do you think we, we did this time? I, I had fun and I, uh, I, I think we had some good riffs going. All right. Well, let me just uh, so you can edit this, edit this in. Let me say my sign off. Uh, oh, uh, we're, 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 not quite, we're not quite signing off yet. I, I, I'm asking you, oh. how do you think we did? Oh, I think that went pretty well. But we're going to edit this part out, right? Oh no, no, no! This is this is in. We're we're doing sort of a uh, a brief preamble to the sign off. So I'm I'm gonna we're, we're gonna talk about how we did. We're gonna say any questions kind of, or such. Oh, okay, kind of like inside baseball. Inside this baseball. Is like for the, uh, this is the, this is for the fans who really want to know how the sausage is made. This is it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're just we're just sort of doing a long goodbye, and then we're gonna get to the the, the punctuation. But uh, all right. So how, how you how do you think this went? Uh, pretty well. Uh, this is the this is the number one. This is episode one. I think it's going well so far. Yep. I, I you know like uh, let's let's continue on this uh, Star Trek tangent on the next time. There's a lot of uh, rich material to 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 mine. Well, and it, it, it would it might be worth our time to because I'm obviously behind on the show. Um, the thing I'm most familiar with are the original movies, but we we could each start watching them and then talk about them more competently. We we were going to talk about Farscape and some other things, uh, but uh, um, I I'd be fine if we, we kind of discovered Star Trek in this. Um, and then, have you got any way for anybody to contact you? No, I'm uh, I'm off the grid. I'm I'm living in the underground. Okay. Well, my my understanding is that at uh, some point in the uh, near future, you're going to have a uh, an email address. As uh, as will I. I'm unable to find it. So so we'll leave that out. But uh, here is where we would say if you have any questions or comments that we might be uh, interested in addressing. And then on some of the platforms. Well, I'm pretty sure have... they, if they wanted to, they can like reach out, reach out to us like over whatever platform they're using. If it's like Spotify or uh, SoundCloud. Do they have yeah, a, pretty... a comment section or anything like that? I'm pretty sure one of those platforms does. So okay, well, we I mean, will... if, they, if they really want to find us like through that, they can probably do that. Okay, well, you know. here here's the point uh, where. Uh where we would be saying, if you're inclined to contact us, here's how, 
uh, I don't know why you'd you'd want to. Uh, well, no. <laughs> if you really want to contact us, wait till we actually get uh, ways to be means to be contacted. Yeah, you know? yeah, but, but you know, stay tuned to, to you know to the next episode. We might reveal a, some more information then. Yeah, but so just keep uh, keep listening, people. Yeah, and, and think good thoughts. Uh, I'm sure we'll receive them. Do, do you have any uh, shout outs you want to you want to do as you sign off? Yeah, just one more shout out. Uh, Rancho Cucamonga, California, and Salem, Oregon. I'm pretty sure those people are fine people, despite the fact that they're uh, out on the West Coast. So, oh, so, you know, you guys keep on keeping on. You know. Yeah, hope you're well. And, it's uh, it's it's a uh, it's a little dirty out there. We understand right now. Uh, we uh, we hope that gets cleared up. We wish you all well yep uh, stay strong and uh, this is George Shooter Nolan and uh, have a good night yeah, or uh, you know day so, uh, me, me as well good night and thank you alright bye 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 Wow.